Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News. I'm Ben. I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. Let's, let's have a look at some fucked up shit we found through the week. Everyone had an interesting week? I'm sweating your proverbial tits <laughs> off. In the pool, it's been fresh. Oh, I've, I've been stuck in a fucking tin shed working through the heat of the day. It's been horrific. It's been like, must be like 30 <laughs> degrees in that fucking place. I've been listening to my kids screaming <laughs> in the pool. I don't know. I, I might swap it out with you. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should do. You really should. Well, no kids. Just me in the pool. No, 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 no. No, they don't. No. <laughs> wow. It's no deal then. I'm isn't not it? a babysitter. <laughs> Mike? Hey? You up for looking after the kids? Uh, yeah, Mike can look after the kids. He's great with kids. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> Probably lose them. In Trust the pool? Me. Yeah. No, you <laughs> can't be near the pool. You've got to take them out somewhere. Yeah. And give you a, give you 20 quid, take them to the pictures for a couple of hours. <sighs> All right, what's what we got first then? This is disturbing for two reasons for me. Alien abduction stories may come from lucid dreaming. Mm. Study hints. People have described bizarre extraterrestrial encounters that take place in a dream-like state. Does everyone know what lucid dreaming is? Do you know, Claire? Is it when it just feels really real? You can actually, you're actually aware that you're dreaming. Yeah. And you can change things in the dream. Right, okay. Some people can train themselves to do it on demand almost. But most of us usually get at least one a month. Right, okay. Something I have a dream like where I can fly, but I've got, really got to flap my arms. <laughs> it's, quite, it's really quite exhausting. <laughs> Maybe I should change it so I can fly like Superman. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I'm not in that much control, I don't think, though. So, so lucid dreams in which people are partially aware and can control their dreams during sleep could explain says he has so-called alien abduction stories, which I don't think is biased at all in this report, a study suggests. Claims of such abductions date back to the 19th century. The circumstances of the kidnappings often sound dreamlike and trigger feelings of terror and paralysis. Certain dream states are also known to induce such feelings, leading Russian researchers, quite leading Russian researchers, there's a tongue twister, mm. To wonder if dream experiments could provide clues about alleged extraterrestrial experiences. The scientists promised lucid dreamers to dream about aliens and unidentified objects and found that a number of sleepers reported dreams that resembled actual descriptions of alleged UFO abductions. But they're prompting them to dream about it. Yeah. They're, they're trying to see if the same sort of emotions, fear, paralysis that people experience with that scenario can be replicated during lucid dreaming. So they actually will themselves to think of that to see if they can bring it on. This, this is my first problem. That's not proof, is it? No. This is my... No, but this is my first problem. So all them people who live in that rural locations, like Billy Joe from Alabama, right, is he really going to think about... If he's lucid dreaming... Is he going to put himself through the terror of that? Is he that fucked up an individual? Are any of us that fucked up? Because these alien abductions are terrifying. You're getting butt probed. You're having your ovaries or your penis interfered with. I think we're all fucked up. I, 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 wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to be going through that in a dream. That's a fucking nightmare, yeah. not a dream. And if I'm lucid dreaming, then I'm going to be banging 1990s Pammy in it. 
if you're more in control, surely you're not going to feel that fear as well. So that's the point. Isn't there? there you know, to dream then. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to fear it. But they're saying, can you get the same emotions in the dreams as you people have reported in in alien abductions? Is it the same? And the answer is apparently yes. Oh. Go on then. Recently, researchers with the Phase Research Centre, a private facility in Moscow that researches lucid dreaming, conducted experiments with 152 adults who self-identified as lucid dreamers. Dreamers. Lucid demons. Uh. <laughs> Instructed them to find or summon aliens or UFOs during a lucid dream. The researchers found that 114 of the participants reported dreaming about having some type of successful interaction with an extraterrestrial. Of those, about 61% described meeting aliens that resembled extraterrestrials from science fiction movies, uh, novels and uh, films, etc. As movies and films. Mm -hmm. Adverts even. While well, 19% met aliens that looked like ordinary people. One female participant spoke of seeing little men with blue skin, oversized heads and huge bulging eyes when the aliens invited her onto their spaceship. She says, I was blinded by a very bright light, like a light from a searchlight. My vision was gone and I felt dizzy and light. Another participant said he dreamed he was lying on his bed when he felt as though he were being dragged somewhere, ending up in a room with a white silhouette that reached into his chest and started doing <laughs> something inside with tools. Oh, me. <laughs> that is not something I'm putting my... If I'm dreaming of aliens, I'm Captain Kirk banging the green chick. Uh -huh. I know my dreams seem very one-dimensional, right? But if I can control the damn dream, I'm going to live out some fantasy. <laughs> not getting fucking tools played around with inside my chest like some kind of UFO saw <laughs> yeah yes well it just depends what they've thought about before they go to sleep isn't it is it you know an alien popping out their chest or what, what are they suggesting well some of them must be dreaming about that because they're doing stuff like from the TV the movie yeah. aren't they they're dreaming so I guess whatever's in their psyche yeah what's their notion of aliens yeah. everybody's is different I guess yeah but they're saying if you basically they, so the, how many people was it? There was two hundred and twenty-five something like that, and one hundred and forty-four managed to convince themselves to dream of aliens, yeah. and some of them are actually fucking terrible. So this is actually proving that most alien abductions will be lucid dreams. Huh? That's what they want you to think, Mike. That's what the study shows. Isn't no, it? no, that's no. What, that's what the that's what the officials want you to think. That's what the study's showing, isn't it? Yeah, the study, studies that could be commissioned... Can be influenced, that lucid dreaming can be influenced mm -hmm. by whatever they're subjected to via film, novels... Maybe, maybe they're being paid off by the government to keep it under wraps or, or promote this result. They, yeah, maybe they've done it... So well, it might be. They, they said, oh, you know, aliens aren't real. Eisenhower didn't really make a deal with them so they could probe 400 asses a year in exchange for tech which will give to America to control the world for the next, I don't know, how long. No, no, definitely not that. Don't think of that. Lucy dreams some aliens up for me. I think that might explain the majority, doesn't it, Claire? It sounds plausible to me. Well, all right, let's try it. Well, I don't, I don't dream, I don't remember them. <laughs> if you try hard enough... <laughs> yeah, because you only remember a dream when you wake up and you sleep that long you go through your dream stage. <laughs> yeah. 
you never wake up during REM sleep, you've got to wake yeah. up during that. So if you set an earliest alarm, chances are you'll wake up during a dream. I've got cannabis suppressed um, yeah. dreams as well. That's why I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have them. I still dream. You're not smoking enough. <laughs> 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 All right, well, I'll try it then. Yeah, You'll have to because I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can stop taking the weed in the name of science for a week. Oh. <laughs> oh, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Come next Sunday, Mike will answer the door. I think the fire crew to mm. cut their way in and he's just hanging from the lampshade. Yeah. Do you think no, it's making life bearable? No moment? weed <laughs> makes Mike go crazy written all over the walls. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be tragic. No, oh, well, I just take the take the laptop and call the police. I need it for the. I've got glaucoma of the third eye. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're doing so much fucking psychic <laughs> stuff, aren't you? <laughs> I nicked that from Bill Maher. <laughs> I I think this is um, just material to make alien abduction abductees look like idiots. <laughs> I don't think they need this to help them do that. I'm not saying that all alien abductions are real, but you know, maybe some of it's this. I'm not convinced. I think some, some people are getting abducted. I don't think anybody's getting abducted. I think it's possible, but unlikely. I mean, better in Barney Hill, they probably got abducted. By somebody. I think that, you know, they've done all their abducting, they've had their abducting days. Maybe they did it all in the 70s, 80s. <laughs> oh, we don't abduct anymore. That's yeah. so 1980s. Is yeah. <laughs> that alien with a little cigar? Yeah. <laughs> we don't abduct anymore. We know all about you. <laughs> We've examined your anuses far more than science needed to. <laughs> well, millions do go missing around the world each year, never to be seen again. Maybe it's they can't all to... just drop off the map, can they? No, nah. no. Nah. Or they go into the intergalactic meat market. That's what I think they're going. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> well, why not? All right. That's all we got for that. Moving on. Yeah. Celebrity preacher faces backlash after photos purporting to show luxury lifestyle appear online. Wow. Oh, is he siphoning all the money? Yeah. He has been for a long ass time. The Bible says it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yes, yes it does. That is a genuine fucking okay. Bible quote, everybody. Just remember oh, that when you... Shit through an eye of a needle. <laughs> 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 like a camel. <laughs> if you can shit through the eye of a needle, my son, the kingdom will all be all yours. <laughs> hmm, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Every Nuki Brown can I drink beforehand? <laughs> <laughs> Better get me a takeaway as well. <laughs> but one celebrity pastor does not seem terribly concerned with the warning. Joel Osteen, isn't he the um, owner of that mega church? Yeah, the one that wouldn't open its doors to people during a, a flood or a hurricane or something. <laughs> I think it was a hurricane or a tornado. And it's like a huge building, and they were like, Can we put the refugees in here? And he was like, Nah. <laughs> and then they found out about it, and the press went there and said, You're a church. And he said, he's like, Oh, yeah, we're opening the doors right now. It's only because the power had gone out. It's back up now. An unlikely story. Yeah. Joel Osteen, one of the wealthiest and most popular preachers in the US, has come under fire after evidence of his luxurious lifestyle was made public on social media. Mr. Osteen, who leads. The Lakewood Church in Houston, one of the enormous 
congregations that are dubbed mega churches was criticised after it revealed the pastor owns a Ferrari sports car that costs more than three hundred thousand dollars. Well, yeah. Users on Twitter lambasted the pastor, arguing his ownership of Ferrari is a good argument for the government taking uh, taxing churches. Yeah. Did you know that all churches in America are tax exempt? Yep. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why you get these pastors and. For a lot of these places, you've got to give 10% of your income yeah. to go. Well, they call it a tithe. Mm-hmm. It's meant to go towards the running of the church, helping people out. Yeah, some money for the pastor to live. To live, not buy Ferraris. Not have massive mansions. Mr. Austin, whose net worth is estimated at more than $50 million, there you go. is a figurehead of what has become known as the prosperity gospel which teaches that material wealth is indicative of God's blessing on a person's life. Yeah. <laughs> Give your money to me. God loves that. And it will make you wealthy in return, which means you can give more to me. It's amazing that when it, when they want it to, the Bible quotes what they want, and when it contradicts, they just say, fuck it. Well, yeah, because he's, he's just completely ignoring one of the biggest teachings of Jesus, which is like, don't be, you know, if you're rich, you're probably a bastard, so you're not going to come to heaven. Yeah. You know, we don't care about material wealth, we care about what you do to people, how you help people. And I suppose you can be rich and help people, so if you give most of it away on your deathbed. Why is he siphoning that off? Isn't there, like, you know, some sort of, like, people that are governing, you know, like, you're governing bodies for schools, governing bodies... Nope. It's all corrupt, isn't this it? Is yeah. This is a business. This is a business. This is a mega... There's probably like, I don't know, 10,000 fucking... It's like it's an arena, Claire. He is stood in the middle of an arena. Yeah. There's got to be some 10, like books where he's 20... like actually paying himself X amount of hundred, you know, thousand, isn't there? There's got to be some sort of record of it and he's got to have had it from somewhere. It can't just be straight out of... It's donations. The donations. Donations really? and he's probably investing as well. Hmm. Remember, they sell merch, they sell food, they sell drinks, not alcohol, but, you know, bottles of water, probably like $10. Church merch. Church merch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, and, and you can pay him money privately to be blessed specifically by him, should you want to. Never. It's mental, this is what I'm saying. This is why we should do it, all three. I'll be the front man, I'll do the I believe in God shit. In Mike can write my stuff and you can do my wardrobe. Okay. I was born a snake handler, I'll die a snake handler. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to write my speeches then? No. <laughs> it doesn't matter how rich we get. It's, it's... It was oh, a... Ben. Oh, shit, it was me. God damn. I owe you all a beer. Actually, you don't owe me shitloads. Unprofessional. You don't owe me shit loads of beer, so I think you can just knock one off your tabs. It's a rookie mistake, I apologise. What were you saying, Claire? Yeah, I'm having no part of it. Yeah. I'm just having no part of it. It's all a big con, isn't it? Absolutely, which is why I think we need to jump on it. It's Robin Hood, that's how it should be. Yeah. Robin Hood days. Give to the poor. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, what's he doing? If he's worth 50 million quid, what's he doing to help people in his community who are considerably Not poorer enough. than him? Not enough, obviously. Driving past him in his Ferrari going, hi. You know, they will, if you don't pay your tithe, they will write you a strongly worded letter saying, pay up or don't come to church. 
or you're kicked out the congregation and we'll tell everybody that you've been kicked out the congregation because you weren't paying your tithe. Yeah, it's like a cult, isn't it? It's mental. I can't stand people like this, but I also think, you know what, I could convince a lot of people to give me money if I just say God's telling me to. It's a deeply religious country. Well, I've got more morals and ethics than that, I'm afraid. Look, when we get to 50 million, we'll call it quits. We'll come out and say, you know what, I had an epiphany last night. God's not real. And then we'll just leave. <laughs> leave people in despair? Yeah. Yeah. How about it? Well, I'll prove there's no God. Exactly. This is all an experiment. Mm. Suckers. Suckers, and then we run like fuck towards you, our <laughs> private jet. <laughs> Which is part just outside because we had a runway built next to the church for this exact scenario. <laughs> Make you sure want a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I took you two take the helicopter. I'm going to escape in my private jet. Because <laughs> God wanted me to have that private jet because people on commercial flights are demons. Uh, That's what one guy said. Didn't yeah. I'm going to put my rocket pants on and bird man the hell out of here. <laughs> fucking why not? How are you escaping, Claire? I'm happy with the helicopter. <laughs> I might have a Spitfire. I might have a private Spitfire two-seater so I haven't got to fly it. <laughs> and I'll just go roaring off down the runway. They're a stupid amount of money. That's not in the church's budget. <laughs> I want a Spitfire, damn it. They're worth 50 million. That's my idea. Anyone? <laughs> no. Well, listeners, if you do fancy it, I'm in. I'm game. I'll, I'll believe in God for millions, and then I'll leave at the end. Okie doke. Moving on. Yeah, just I just want to say though, it's it's that that's absolutely fucking disgusting, though, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, a viral video of strange figure at night sparks claims of ET contact. Aliens getting close. Oh, well, watch the video. You might as well pause this, Mike. Okay. Because you've got to see the video. Okay, so we've just watched the video. Yep. I'm convinced. Clearly, an alien that's escaped <laughs> from somewhere or crash landed or is on the run. That's he ET phone home, man. He was not running. He was walking very strangely. The thing seems to be... He just looks like a naked person, doesn't mm. it? Maybe a little bit spaced out. No, man. He's, yeah. he's very pale and tall. Yeah, in religious festivals, they put that white powder over them, don't they? Yeah, yeah, that dusty stuff. Yeah, and, I've and seen it. Oh, I don't know. It looked look like aliens to me. Oh, like yeah. an alien that escaped from somewhere. It's E.T. phone home, that is. Over he escaped? There. Why is he going like, straight down the road? Mm. He doesn't know where he's going. He just, he just flew over the place where they crashed or were shot down. And, and he, he he tries to turn well he turns towards the camera and then the camera turns away when you know when we'd see a full frontal so yeah. to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he turned away to give the alien some dignity. So <laughs> with his big massive cock. Yeah. Come on, I'm zooming straight in the cock. Is <laughs> <laughs> that just me? Turning it away. It's just... Alien cock. Isn't it? <laughs> it's a big big alien dong yeah. alien. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't doesn't feel. Quite authentic for me. No. What if that's phone footage and they're all dead now? There's no proof of that. Find me proof of that and we've got a yeah. story. I was going to say, let's read on a second. They're not all dead, are they? Yeah. This is on the Express, by the way, listeners. So, chilling footage of the so-called jacquard alien... Has... It is chilling. It is, it is quite chilling. 
has been shared by thousands of times on Twitter, a video emerged after a group of motorcyclists appeared to film the mysterious figure walking down a poorly lit road in Jakar, the state in eastern India. At first glance, the UFO... You what? Enthusiast. Enthusiast have claimed the tall and slender figure appears to resemble a character straight out of an X-File episode. Yes, yes. Uh, Look at the stills. As as the express.co.uk listener, if you want to go and check this out. Yeah, uh, bikers approach the figure... They're coming quite slowly, aren't they? They're yeah, not just but... rushing in there. Mm-hmm. The one that went past it at first almost hit him. Almost mm-hmm. hit it. Well, I didn't nearly hit him. Was like, oh my god, the fuck's that? Mm. Naked uh, dude. Naked, <laughs> well, yeah, way right, naked dude. And then, yeah, at one point at the end of the brief clip, the figure turns around and looks at the group before continuing down the road. I think it's all just a little bit casual, isn't it? Don't you think there'd be a few screams, a few, you know, and you get, I'd get right, right up close to it, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Talk to a nice little dick, what's that? <laughs> yeah, but Claire, you'd also, in the sad scenario, be the first one to die, maybe. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to rein that in for when the alien invasion does happen, <laughs> Hey, what's that ship? You, you you can't be the welcome wagon. You're not being a welcome wagon, all right? We, we need three of us to broadcast through the apocalypse. This video has sparked a number of bizarre, bizarre theories, with some claiming it's a ghost, and others suggesting it was an alien visitor. Could be a ghost. Naked dude. Naked dude. Uh, let's go look, look at the stills a second. Look at the way it's walking. That's yeah, weird. It's a human figure. I don't understand what. The... Humanoid. Look at the shape of the head. It's a bit of it's a normal size yeah. head. That looks it's weird on that. in proportion. Uh, it's yeah. like the arms are just... The arms are like too long. Those they're arms are too long. long. They're just a funny, they, you know... Funny angle. Nah, their arms are really long. They don't, don't turn past his arse. Well, he's got long arms. <laughs> well, even people don't have arms that long. <laughs> Some people might. Some people do. You might be sensitive about it. <laughs> Probably, you know. <laughs> well, I apologise in advance, mm. but... You know, I'm just saying that that figure does not look entirely human. So, so why did they ride up to it after? Why is there only just that much footage? You know, why is it someone come round the front and you know? Because they're they just um, disappear and scurry off into the bushes. Its arms are twenty percent longer than humans. That's just a quote from somebody. <laughs> they look like they're in a skin-tight outfit, or they are nude. They said that about Michelle Obama. It was a bad, but, you know, that's just a conspiracy theory, isn't it? No, I'm not buying it on this oh, one. I've got an alien? Oh, you would. <laughs> that would look creepy as that's chilling. Uh-huh. Maybe they reveal themselves to us in the hope that we're going to... Those bikers squandered an opportunity really to make first contact. It. Yeah. They should have been right in there. Oh, hey, alien dude. You know. Well, the and, first one, you know... Be funny, but run it over. There's some probing we gotta do. <laughs> do, you, do you just want to take revenge for no, the probing? Probing, but you know, you'd have to know the anatomy, don't you? Of aliens. Wait, so you say we perform a, a roadside dissection, a vivisection on it? Yeah, on the roadside, bit. Knock him out first, drag him back somewhere, and knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> take him over the head with a pipe. Welcome to Earth, fucker! Smack! Therefore, you, you, you come in peace. <laughs> Never tortured it. <laughs> you come in peace. 
Oh, well, he's going to say yes. Good. What if he doesn't speak Indian? If the jump lead is attached to what might be his bollocks. There's ears. What do you want? Well, maybe I shouldn't make first contact no. at all. No. No. You know, I might, if they come in, if they don't come in peace, by all means, you get your batteries, you get your car battery. I don't care. You can torture the fucker. They're not signed up to the the Geneva Convention, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter anyway, does it? The US yeah. have legalised torture. It's not torture, Mike. It's enhanced oh, interrogation. That's it. Yeah, that's what I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> it's that just, a spot of It's like, right, Claire, just look after the alien a second. I've got to go out and so, just make sure no one saw you knock out an alien. And then, like, I'll come back and you'll be waterboarding him. Oh. <laughs> I'm strapped to the sofa, pouring fucking... Come in peace. <laughs> pouring water over oh. his... <laughs> Oh man. You had to take all the bees. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta bring gardening into it, haven't you? Yeah, I just did and I just reminded. It just reminded me. <laughs> Alright, next one then. Mm-hmm. New Jack and the Beanstalk gene could feed the world with giant fruit and vegetables. <laughs> well, that would be terrifying, quite <laughs> frankly. That'd be ace, wouldn't it? No, if there was a potato that fell off the side of the mountain and was rolling down the hill crushing the town, no, it'd be terrifying. Right. I don't think they'd be that big. I, I think they'd be the size of footballs. And stuff. Yeah, I don't think they'd be the size of football stadiums. <laughs> and it'd be good for, like, catering like places. Oh, I need two potatoes. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, you know, these big sacks of potatoes. I should imagine they'd only take the same amount of water as growing individual ones, maybe less, but... You know, because there might be a bit more efficiency in the leaves and the photosynthesis and that. Well, they are gene-fueled, gene-enhanced. A discovery being touted as the Jack and the Beanstalk gene has given scientists renewed hope that they are going to keep feeding the world despite the threats posed by climate change. A US and Chinese team has devised a technique that has seen yields of staple crops, such as rice and potato, increase threefold after sprouting longer roots. The crops prove speedier at turning sunlight into energy, and they also survive drought better than their conventional cousins. Alright, okay. The breakthrough by the boffins, oh, you can tell it's in the Daily Star, they have to call smart people boffins, <laughs> and obviously scientists. Well, it's your them boffins are done. Fucking made fucking Jack and the Beanstalk real. Uh-huh. Massive taters. Have chips for a wick. A wick. The breakthrough by the boffins opens a door to real-life fairy tale of being able to grow produce. produce that's immune to climate change, keeping the planet in food at a time when the population continues to boom. It's thought there may be 10 billion people on Earth by 2050. Now we'll have an asteroid or a nuclear war by them. Think? I don't think so. Nah, I don't know. 10 billion. But the more people there are, you're going to need that because... The more people there are, the more space you need to grow the food for them, don't you? Mm. Even with your vertical farming, it's still going to take up space. It's going up though, isn't it? It is, but you're still going to have... How how big is it, the bottom? Well, it might be... I don't know, how big a skyscraper's football pitch? You'd have have them on scaffolding type things instead, wouldn't you, going up? Surely you want to use a bit of the soil at the bottom, don't you? I don't know if they do use soil. Um, you can use um, NFT, um, nutrient filtration system, where it just that you have the roots of no soil, and you pump water all the way around, yeah. and you have um, like black 
like polythene over all the roots so, so there's no you know light getting to the roots but just water's pumped around and you add the nutrients to like your main tank all right you'd have no failed crops because of the weather mm-hmm. or because of pests Pests would still, yeah, you still got pests. It would be a lot limited than if it was outside, though. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You've got to control get, the environment. Get the soil you also yeah. do need some insects in there. I remember. Well, you might do, yeah. Clark's farmers told me a little Cla- bit. Claire will know more about this than me, obviously. I don't know. Would you need some, maybe some because if you're growing produce like wheat, barley, rye. I don't know if it needs pollinate. I don't know what needs pollinating. I'm not that into it yet. No, I think you'd you'd want bees. You still want to keep bees. You want to, you'd want to level with bees on. Yeah. We well, could just pollinate with a stick, couldn't you? Go around. Oh, so we get rid of the bees? No, I'm not saying get rid of the bees. <laughs> Mike, you beest. I don't know, but either way, the more people you are, the more you're gonna need of them. Mm-hmm. And then you just, the more people you are, the more water you need. You might find on the NFT system, you know, that it's using less water because you're continually just pumping around, you know, sort of a minimum amount. Yeah. You're getting less less of it going into the atmosphere because you've got a lid on it. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I so, get that. But, the, but then the more people there are, the more the vertical farms you need. need and yeah. you, but you also need more land for the people to live on. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Really, in a way. Yeah, if we slow down in breeding, there's going to be an ageing population and then... That's it. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's, it's weird. I mean, yes, solving world hunger is great, but then you've got to take into account that more food equals more people equals more space, which is less water, less space, less food. So this is a great idea. The reason why we've got more people is because of the developing world, they're in poverty and they need kids to help them when they get old and provide for them. That's the main reason why... They, all the like Western countries, all the population is stagnated or going down, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We're living longer. We are living longer. And they're not living as long in the developing world. That's why they have to have, and they're poor, that's why they have to have the kids. Like nine or ten kids to look after them. I suppose the same, if you think about it, the same is true in, in Western Europe, but if you go back to sort of the turn of the 20th century, I mean, it's rare to find a family that only had one child. Yeah. You know, you'd have six or seven, I mean, my, I mean fuck me. How many siblings did your dad have? He was born in, what, seven. 1947 or something like that? Yeah, he had seven. Seven? Next door, they had 12 kids, I think. Yeah, so... My dad was family of 40, 14. Yeah, I think I mean, my dad was one of two, which was quite small, actually, really, for the time. Yeah, it would have been. But, yeah, most families, six, seven, easy. Mm-hmm. Easy. So, so to get the population... Get the population from increasing. You need to basically like, level it off. You've got to stop poverty, world poverty. Mm-hmm. But you also need to level off the population growth. You need to have it at a steady rate. You'd have to really measure it because we've only got so much space to grow food and so much water for X amount of people. We've got enough for everybody, but it's concentrated. Yeah, but you've got to, you don't want a population swell, otherwise, that fucks up the balance. You'd have to really measure the population. It's like, okay, we've got X amount of people are dying this year, projected this is going to be our birth. Oh, let's not get bogged down in the details. Let's not get bogged down in who can breed with who. Bogged down in the weeds. But still, this is a great idea because more people equals more food. Yeah. Do you want to read about well, the I'm technique? What if people start getting bigger, bigger because of the, you know, the genome in it? What if we start injecting ourselves with the genome and just getting bigger? 
Then we'll need more food. That's bad. Oh, yeah. We're going smaller, like the borrowers, if anything, and making <laughs> little, like, mouse houses. <laughs> but then we'll get totally squashed if aliens do invade. What? No, no. Fuck the aliens. Fuck the aliens. <laughs> yeah, fuck the aliens. We've got cats and birds to look worry about. Oh, shit, I didn't think about them. I was going to... We've got to shrink them down, down too. Yeah, uh, shrink them down too, wouldn't we? Can't go with, like, the cats and... Yeah. Micro world. Because, I mean, let's face it, as, as much as Chester is a beloved pet, he would eat you if you were tiny. Yeah. But a lot of... You know, the whole population of Telford would, like, fit in a field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It would. Right, Shrink go. everything! Yeah. That's a solution. <laughs> Shrink then, it all. But then what about the rain? If the, we get a heavy rainfall, we've just yeah. lost a town. It would only take three inches of snow to bury the entire village. Shit. <laughs> 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 well, we'd have to really think this thing, <laughs> you know, before we shrank ourselves, like really, you know, go to town on it. Has that some kind of energy shield over the top of us? Yeah, it's right under the dome. Yeah. We can open it up if it's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Or we'd put it on reduced power. Because I was thinking about it, if you were that small as well, the sun, even at 20 odd degrees, would just fry you. Yeah. I hadn't thought this through. No. So there's progress. You can get there. We just need energy shields. Uh, so this technique, however, involves manipulating an RNA molecule which carries information from genes to proteins. Experiments showed cells place chemical markers on RNA to control the production of proteins, but a gene called FTO erases them. The researchers admitted they couldn't believe their eyes after it was injected into rice plants. He said, right then, all of us realised we were doing something special, said Professor He. Man. <laughs> <laughs> You did it, He-Man, you saved us. He did it, He-Man. <laughs> or He-He. He-He. <laughs> Professor He. The plants grew three times more rice than usual under laboratory conditions. In field tests, they also did better, producing 50% more rice than normal. The results were then repeated in potato plants. Did I slip into Irish, then? <laughs> Which are part of a completely different family, suggesting the technique could be used universally. Mm. So they stuck it in potatoes too. Boom. Scientists have been trying to boost, trying for decades to boost crop production in the face of an increasingly unstable climate and growing global population. Such processes are usually complicated and often result in only incremental changes. Uh, Professor He is now imagining all sorts of uses for the technique further down the road and is working with entrepreneurs to fulfil its promise. Oh, no, entrepreneurs. Yeah, well, they're the ones who are throwing the money, aren't they? They Have these Microsoft crops. Now with less cancer. I'm not sure about changing RNA and DNA of any sort of anything, really. It's manipulating it, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's just doing what would take us normally hundreds of generations or thousands of generations by selective breeding. Mm -hmm. I remember the... Soil, the top soil in this country, I've been watching Clarkson's Farm with Mike, mm-hmm. I've learned all about farming, uh, has only got maybe another 8 to 10 harvests, I'm oh, sorry, 80 to 100 harvests left in it, and then it's all got to be turned over again, Okay. so for the four, first 4 or 5 feet of soil, it's all got to be turned over again, so bigger food, well, yeah, we can, if we're growing more, we can start on that. Because you'll need less fields to make 
More food. Eat bigger fields because the food's bigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn. So you need bigger vertical farming though as yeah. well. And remember, that's gene, that science is only going to get better, so eventually you might have a massive potato <laughs> that could feed an entire town. <laughs> Potatoes come from underneath the ground, isn't it? So it doesn't really, you know, doesn't really doesn't matter how much space they're sort of taking up, does it? It's the plant on the top that you know takes up the most room that's mm. getting you know the energy and converting it. Mm. Mm. Well, it's a good thing. Yep, needs to be done. Moving on. Yep. Water which is hired to conjure up moisture after California devastated by wildfires. Oh, you see, Operation Kona Power just uh-huh. with you know. Just with fires. Mystics are being hired by dozens of Californian vineyards gutted by wildfires as they undercut geologists using medieval sorcery to conjure up underground moisture. Fantastic. (laughs) Farmers are paying more than £1,000, $1,400, for mystics to conjure up underground water with medieval sorcery. Water witch Rob Thompson... 53, explained how he can sense water underground with two stainless steel rods in his hands. This is dowsing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like that thing where it sort of wobbles a bit. Mm. They cross when you hit water, I think. Right. He's a member of the American Society of Dowsers who also claim to locate alien life forms, treasure and stress in the body. Well, I'm sold. (laughs) (laughs) Rob said when he steps over groundwater, the energy surrounding him changes, causing him... an involuntary muscular twitch within him that makes his L-shaped rods cross. See, this, I don't know if they're adding to that because I've seen it done and they found water or they found mm. an old pipe which I needed to find or something like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I, mean, I, need, to, I need to field test it myself, I mm. think. I don't know. really do it, though. You know, if he's walking along, because these, these L-shaped pieces of metal just move on their own, don't they? Yeah. Can anybody do it? I guess so. I haven't ever used a geologist to find water, said Pina Vineyard Management's operations manager, Johnny White. Oh, wow. Experts at the National Groundwater Association say water dowsing is totally without scientific merit. Well, if you are a Californian vineyard and you want someone to come and water dose for you, I can be a water witch and I'll charge $600 a week. Who's that? Have they got to put you up? Yeah. <laughs> Give me the flight. Put me I'll up. I'll pay you the flight. Yeah, and I'll do over half. There you go. Seems fair. Well, it must work because the guys never use a geologist. He's always used them. So He's still in business. They must like dig down and find it, and then. Yeah. I don't know. This is, I don't know. This. I need to look into that. I need to find if there is actually anything to dozing him. I don't think it's to do with sensing energies and your thumbs twitching, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how it could work. Hasn't there been lots of wildfires in Canada as well? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just climate change, isn't it? It's getting hotter. Yeah, and there's been a couple of uh, floods this this week, hasn't there? Flash flooding. Yeah. In London, Germany. Yeah, you've got to remember what it can take to start off a wildfire is someone breaking a glass bottle and the sun just hitting a bit of glass in the right way for s- mm. onto already dry grass. You know. That's all it can take. We need to sweep the forests. Don't we? Get to it. Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> no, just sweep the forests. Clear the clutter, you like mean? Trump said, didn't it? Oh, oh clear the... Of course, that was it. 
You just sweep the forest. You just clear up all the dead wood that's lying around. <laughs> the trees. Does that mean the trees are going to burn on their own or what? I don't know. I have no oh, that's idea. Terrible. As if he really gave a fuck anyway. <laughs> He's just thinking, I can make a fortune in, in fucking selling that as charcoal. <laughs> Man sneaks into farm to have sex with a horse and gets caught on surveillance camera. What did I tell you about this, Mike? <laughs> oh, dear. Told you about this. <laughs> A hunt is underway for a man accused of having sex with a horse early Thursday morning, which was gruesomely captured on a surveillance camera. The horrified equestrian centre found the footage on their security system, despite the man having unplugged one of the cameras before the vile act. And did they have a distressed horse as well? Was that what, was that what gave them the fucking... They caught him in the act. Caught him in the act. Yeah. No, they so, haven't caught him yet. No, but they caught. He ran off, but they they stopped him in the act. Yeah. So Hilary Swar, owner of Turner Hill Equestrian Centre, said, "I look at this person as a sexual predator. It's a threat to a very small community where a lot of people feel extremely violated and rightfully so." Not so much as the animal. Yeah. Mm. The disgusted owner told the the Boston Herald that the young man had infiltrated the centre on foot in the very early hours of Thursday morning. Footage from the surveillance camera shows the man halter and across the lane cross tie the lone cross tie the lone mare, which showed showed saw that he was comfortable around horses and must have had some experience in the equestrian <sighs> industry. Yeah, he had loads of experience molesting horses. Clearly. Yeah. Then he had proceeded to assault the horse. Oh fuck me! This is tragic. Oh my! Oh no! Oh. There's a picture of his trousers down. Oh, he stood on some steps. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. Stood on some um, step ladders. A, sort of like a two-step ladder yeah. that you'd use to get on a horse. He's got his dick in his hand. Oh no! No. <laughs> oh man. After seeing the footage, Hillary rushed to the stable, but by the time she had arrived, the man had fled. The equestrian centre had a rape kit performed on the poor animal who was thankfully deemed healthy and had no injures, injuries from the attack. Oh, from the severe mental trauma, clearly. Oh, then again, would the horse just be like, no? Nah. Yeah, I imagine he wouldn't take too kindly to be fucking a, come up to from behind again by a human. No. I don't know. I honestly don't. There's going to be some kind of psychological scarring, surely. Well, they have hands up, you know, when they're, when they're birthing foals and that lot, so... Yeah. And let's face it, it's probably even touching the sides. Yeah. Actually, you know cocked. what? I was, just, I was just thinking exactly the same thing. I mean, the horseman was just like, are you in yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, the horse is like, what are you doing right yeah. there? Have I got something just, stuck? The horse, yeah, the, the horse is just like, may not have even fucking noticed. Hmm. Let's hope so. Yeah. But yeah, you know, we don't condone this and this hard behaviour. There is. The well, what a one to end on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a lovely story, right, to end on. It was like mm. a really feel good story. I'll tell you about it because the article wouldn't load. It was they must have deleted it off the site. Uh -huh. Right. It was a Russian woman who lived with a big, full-grown black grizzly bear, and they went fishing together. Right, the bear sat in the boat with her and she's fishing with a rod and she's like, nah, he'll never attack me. Hmm. Nah, I've known him since he was a cub. We broke, you know, 
15 years now never been anything but like sweet and it's like yeah six months down the line I'm going to see an article where you got mauled to death and eaten by that bear didn't feed him enough. Yeah, but he was just sat in the boat with her. It was ace. Well, I wanted to finish on horse rape. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what you usually finish on? <laughs> on that bombshell. <laughs> on that bombshell. I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Cutting the Ball in the Post with Apocalypse. SoundCloud, Cutting the Ball in the PTA. YouTube, Apocalypse Ball. I say thank you very much for listening. Uh, I've been Ben, and don't drink the favourite. And uh, alien reduction is absolutely real. Not lucid dreaming. Let's just say that. Delusional. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. And don't break no horses. <laughs> See, I stayed away from that. Because I knew you were going to go for it. <laughs> I was going to say, don't fuck a horse. Don't fuck a horse. Don't fuck a horse, man. Don't fuck any animal. Don't fuck any animal. Can you see how it is, It is.